Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! We didn't have a big pre-production uh, talk. No. <laughs> no. Looks like we don't have a lot to say today. I hope. There's not a lot happening. You know, we had to, we rushed through this. I really wish we were just discussing. We're going, uh, we're going out on Friday together to a mu- We're going to a museum together. Yeah. And I kind of wish that we did this after that, but I think it would be too late. So next week we'll have to discuss our day out at the museum. Yeah. But. It is a movie museum, so let's yeah. not give ourselves too much credit. We're uh, we're museum goers. Yeah, we're gonna go look at props for movies. <laughs> I wonder what's gonna be there. I've tried not to look. Uh, I I know. Yeah. Okay. There's ha- there has there has been some developments today. Did you see that? Uh, it looks like that Brian Laundry is. Uh, it looks like he's dead is it all right so i saw that something happened that that his parent i just saw all these people complaining that his parents got involved and within 30 minutes they found all the shit on like a trail uh and everyone's calling like bullshit on it well the fbi said that they found his uh notebook and uh decomposed body which they haven't identified yet um in a part of the swamp that was full of water when they were back there in September and now is like receded. Um, so they're saying now that you know they got they were able to get to this part of the swamp that they weren't able to get to before and then they found human remains. So we'll see. Yeah. Well it kind of sucks because we don't really get to find out what happened. I mean, we assume we know what happened, but we would like to know with this confession what happened. Yeah, I haven't been as enamored by this case as everybody else, so just for whatever reason. I'm like, I'm busy with January 6th. I don't have time for other things. <laughs> I haven't seen... Isn't there a documentary? Is that coming out? HBO documentary coming out, which I, I, I think it's a little premature, but whatever. I think it's like out today or tomorrow or this week somewhere 
I just saw in Hollywood Reporter they had a review of it. I didn't read the review, but I just saw that there was one, and I was like, oh god. Um, yeah, I I I don't have time for anything else because I'm just so into following the January sixth thing, which is a real waste of every my time and everyone else's. So January sixth. Why don't you yeah. tell them what is January sixth thing? Oh, if you didn't know, uh, a group of insurrectionists tried to overtake the Capitol to change the election to elect Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. There's a documentary on that. Right. So I'm saying, like, that I've, I spend way too much time on it. Okay. Um, is this it the price of freedom? No, that's not it. I'm looking it up on HBO now because it's an HBO doc, if I believe. Yeah, it's HBO. Uh, uh so I have a couple of things I want your opinion on. Uh, two weird things that I saw pop up on some news feeds. Um, did you hear about this Tinder feature called Plus One? No. So Tinder now is combined with a wedding site called Wedding Wire. Uh, and they are adding a app or they're adding like an add-on to the app where you can, if someone's going to like an event, like a wedding or something, they can basically like, like the person says, I'll go as your date. There's a movie out called Holiday on Netflix where they probably stole this idea where if you don't have a date and you need a plus one that you can basically like find a bunch of people to go with you. This is the worst idea ever. I don't know. What happens if, like, uh, this guy turns out to be a crazy person or the girl turns out to be a crazy person? (laughs) It's a good point. I guess. You're getting married, hypothetically, and then all of a sudden, like, a couple of your friends bring uh, some Tinder date uh, people that are there. And they just start robbing the place and doing all this crazy shit. It's like, I don't know, it seems uh, like this could go terribly wrong. I feel like yeah. we're going to get an update in the, uh, the news feed that this was uh, a bad idea. Um, my second thing, you obviously didn't really have an opinion on that one. Uh, the second uh, thing is uh, that Kellogg's Pop-Tarts is getting sued by this lady in New York called Elizabeth Russett. And she's suing Pop-Tarts because the strawberry flavor doesn't have enough strawberry in it. (laughs) And like all the other ones, like she said that uh, all the other ones are, have way more like apple or something. Like they have way more filling than this strawberry one and she's seeking eight million dollars whoa five million dollars and she wants and she also wants pop tarts to be labeled more accurately hmm. i uh i when i would ever have a pop tart i think i my strawberry would strawberry frosted was always the one i'd go to anytime i read these stories i like the cinnamon uh the brown cinnamon one um, anytime I read these stories, I'm like, who the fuck is sitting around 
like bored out of their mind that they're like calling a lawyer, spending money on a lawyer to sue Kellogg uh, for this thing that's probably going to get thrown out in court. Like, yeah, I don't understand. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> People have way too many, too much time on their hands. Says two guys who have a post, post, host a podcast that has an audience of six. True. <laughs> we haven't heard from Deanna in a long time, which means I she's not listening. I have an audience of five. Um. So yeah. you have any notes? Uh, yeah, I got two. I was curious if you heard who the new head of Paramount. Oh. Before we get into that is, are you happy about the strike not being averted? Can you discuss your your feelings on the new contract? Well, yeah, now I hear that we're going to be voting again. Like, you were right. You talked to me about, didn't you say, weren't you the one that asked me about this? Well, I asked you about it, and I said I was reading that some people were upset. Uh, and I was curious what your thoughts were because it seems like a lot of the things that they were addressing by, you know, that they wanted fixed didn't get fixed. Well, they haven't released like the exact things yet. That's why it's like kind of annoying. Like no one really knows what exactly was negotiated. And apparently like there is another vote going to happen in like a few weeks. Well, you're going to get sent the contract, you're going to read it, and you're going to decide if you want it or not. Yeah, exactly. So I um, have a better understanding. I mean, it seems like everything was, um, you know, good except for, um, I think, like, there was a deadline article today. Um, and now I'm going to – this is great for a podcast. Um where they, it's like local 600 came out. Here it is. All right. So this is what they said that. Who's almost, the local 600? That's, uh, sorry, that's uh, the camera. Okay. Uh, are they the most, are they the biggest one of the whole union, probably? Well, they're the biggest fucking asshole. They're the biggest what? They're the biggest, like, disgruntled. I mean, on set, they're like the worst. Um, <laughs> there are, there's always a problem with Cameron and they think they're like A-list actors. Um, well, it's a certain kind of divaness to being a DP. I will agree with that. I mean, not even the DP, like ACs. I know, but most ACs are DPs at heart. Yeah. So the things that um, did not achieve, it says... That they didn't do double the hours to qualify for, I don't know, this is kind of boring. But they did list like a bunch of things that uh, that didn't get um, resolved. But I mean, you're not going to be able to get everything you want. Um, you're going to, it looks like they got a lot of the things, but no one's going to sit there and just give you everything you want. That's not how negotiations happen. Yeah, but what's the most – I agree, but what's – so this is like what's going on in the Senate right now with this bill. What's the most important thing? They're going to cut free college. They're going to cut, um, you know, environmental stuff. It's like 
environmental stuff's pretty important. Um, you know, the long hours on this is kind of important. So I, you know, I know you can't get everything you want, but that seems like an important one as an outsider. Yeah, they're worried about like, you know, when you when weather happens and you have to cancel a shoot, like a lot of the times if you, you know, you cancel at 6 p.m. before 6 p.m. and it's for the next morning, then you're good. Um, but, uh, you know, they want a large, longer notice. So basically you have to pay them regardless if you, you know, if you book somebody. Um, mm -hmm. And there's like training days for, you know, where you should get paid four hour minimum for, you know, training days. And um, yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see how it comes down. I haven't had a chance to read it all. So because I don't really know. And people are just like releasing things like unions and stuff, but we don't haven't seen the actual documents. So it's all like hearsay until we see something. I read uh, an article in my union and how uh, it was basically, it was a really long article about how Tom Hanks is a bad guy. <laughs> He's a bad guy? Tom Hanks is a bad guy. Why is he a bad guy? Well, because he kind of sold out SAG a long time ago because he makes more money as a producer than he does as an actor. It was basically, he was there to make an example out of him, but, you know, that so many actors now um, are producers as well that uh, they're more negotiating in the interest of their producers and as for actors, so... Uh, it was it was long. This guy cited many, cited many examples and even used conversations he's had directly with Tom Hanks and like was like, I shouldn't probably publish this because it was private, but you're a dick and deserve this. I mean, a lot of the actors like get producer credits now because they can get paid more money. Of course, um, you know, production companies don't want to pay. SAG benefits, you know, you know, pay like someone a million dollars for SAG and then have to pay all those. Pay 18% on top of that. Yeah. So they like break it up into like, you know, giving someone like a, a minimum yeah. contract and then they put everything into their producer contract. SAG is such a nightmare. And that's kind of what it was about. Mostly it was just what a nightmare they are. Um, anyway. I was just the, the reason I brought it up was I was like, did you see who the new head of Paramount is? No. Brian oh, Robbins. Yeah, I saw that. And I heard that they're like they're talking about exclusively every Paramount movie not going in the theaters. Like all okay. on the streaming. Oh, okay. I read that they were only they were gonna have strictly theaters. Oh, maybe I read the wrong thing. Oh, maybe I did too. I don't know. I was just more, I was just more like curious that Brian Robbins, for those of you who don't know, was like the lead actor on Head of the Class. And then he became a movie director that we both had some experience working with. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I remember his like nephew working on it. And I was like, wow, he must be really proud of your uncle. And he was like, yeah, he doesn't really know what he's doing. He more, just uh, hires really good people to do it for him. I'm like, hey, well, that's 
that's a skill. That's kind of my, I've, that's been my whole existence and work for the last like five years. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's, that was my one note. My other was, um, did you watch the Apple stuff that came out on Monday? The Apple stuff. So Apple announced their, their newest products launched. No, I did not. So the new AirPods and the new MacBook Pros. How can we improve an AirPod? Well, they came out with the third generation of the AirPods, which isn't the AirPod Pros. So they're not as good as the AirPod Pros because they don't have like noise reduction. But they're the AirPods that now have the, um, oh, whatever the sound is that, that they're pushing now. Um, you know, a- a- Apple has that, uh, I don't want to look it up. They have a new sound, like sound, they're recording their music in a, with a certain digital sound that sounds really good. It's like a surround sound within your headphone. And um, yeah, so far it's been really good. I, I, I can't believe I can't remember it, but uh, so the new AirPods will have that, but they don't have like noise cancellation. So they're like not as good as AirPod Pros, but they're new AirPods. And then the MacBook Pros have the new chips, the new Apple chips in them. And there's like the super chip and like the max chip. And the max chip, I think the computer starts at somewhere close to four grand. Oh, that's a lot. I know. So I was wondering, like, I am probably going to get one of the smaller, the lesser chip ones. I'm, I'm debating whether or not to order it tonight. Wow. Well, my computer's been having problems and stuff. I can get like a grand trade-in. So it only costs you like 1500 bucks for a new one. I'm like, why not, right? Yeah. Because I just have 1500 bucks, so why not? <laughs> but in all honesty, we're right, just talking you know, about we're both unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but temporarily unemployed. That's right, buddy. We'll get, um, we'll get all upset about it. All right, so what are we uh, going to talk about today? It's not, it's not a very um, robust, ambitious, ambitious, ambitious show. Uh, we're talking about only murders in the building finale and to reflect on the season. Uh, we're going to talk about the Brittany Murphy documentary. I, you're a real trooper for watching that, too, because I, I said that I'd watched it. I wasn't saying you should watch it. Um, so you're a trooper. I'm sure you're curious. I was curious, and I also uh, want to bring up the uh, Britney Spears documentary. Right. So I wasn't. That's kind of. Well, so we'll just start there. Then we'll get into sports again. We'll start with the Britneys. So you wanted you you brought up yesterday. Hey, did you watch the Britney Spears documentary? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I saw one of them, and then they they came out with like two more, like within a month. And this is right after her father like had to give up the conservatorship and I was like I don't need to see this stuff like I'm good uh what did you learn what was your revelations or takeaways from the Britney Spears next documentary oh, Netflix one called Britney versus Spears that uh was had a lot of uh interesting things in terms of like how they were controlling her and pretending that she was unfit so basically the whole time they're like she's unfit to like manage anything but yet she's she's putting together an entire putting together and choreographing an entire 
like Vegas show and getting ready to tour. And, um, you know, they bring in these doctors that say she's like, needs to calm down and all this stuff, but they're like pushing her. They're like adding more dates so that they can get more money. So basically these people that are managing her are giving Britney Spears an $8,000 a week or month uh, allowance and they're making $3 million <laughs> like a year. All they have to do is to get money and to keep it going is like submit a court document and then they, I guess that's like the terms if they engage the court, then they still get paid. So the dad and all these lawyers basically um, got paid a shit ton of money and she just can't even like, she can't even go buy groceries. She can't do anything because they're in charge of all of the money. How long? So this is what I'm saying. Like, we know all this stuff. So how long is this documentary? And what, like... Uh... Now, like, or an hour and a half. Okay. But it has, like, this woman that I guess had been uh, working with Brittany to try to get out. Like, she met Brittany um, in, like, a bathroom where, a seat, like, in a stall where she was... Britney like signed to try to get a new lawyer and then signed all these documents. It was like this like whole hide like heist. It was basically like an Ocean's Eleven thing. And then when they submitted the documents to get a lawyer, like basically they threw it out um, because they, you know, they're all like have their own agendas. Right. So anyway, it was pretty good. I, I thought it was good. Um, but the Brittany Murphy documentary. What made you watch this? It was a two-part HBO Max documentary, which could have just been one movie. But it was two, oh, yeah. two 50-minute episodes. Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, it cool. I think like they do that because they want the first night to come out and then everyone start talking about it. You know what I mean? I watched, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know if they came out in second days. I, I watched them both Friday night. And I just kind of put it on in the background. I went out earlier or something happened earlier and I came home and I was like, I worked. So I got home from work and I was just kind of tired. I was like, I'll put something brainless. And I put that on. And I don't know if I just kind of forgot about all that stuff or if I didn't really know. Um, but um, I certainly didn't know all the stuff about her husband. That was the, so the first episode kind of, first episode kind of like revolves around her and her whole career and i don't know it's it was okay it wasn't yeah, like say the opening of the documentary was literally the opening of naked gun and i and i was like oh that's all i could think about when they had they had the ambulance like lights and then they had the 911 recording as the ambulance was driving to the uh, apartment and they basically like just showed the lights of the ambulance driving to her house to pick her up. And like, they were playing the 911 of like the EMS person telling them how to do. Oh, I was about to say, isn't the beginning of naked gun, the beginning of naked gun. Hold on a second. The credits. I know what you're saying. It's with the music and the, the police light. 
Yeah, and it's going around and it's just driving into places. That's funny. Um, that's basically what this documentary. Because I think the actual beginning of Naked Gun is Nordberg on the dock. And then it cuts to that, I think. I don't remember. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, the recreation stuff that they try to do with this is so... I just don't know why people waste their time doing that. I guess they don't have enough B-roll. But you've got this actress, and you're already using stuff from her movies to tell, like, the story. So why... I don't know. No need to shoot extra stuff. Like, it was really creepy when they started showing, like, a lot of her movie stuff and adding it in. I didn't like, I didn't like when they took the... Uh the voiceover above the movie lines to depict. Yeah, me neither. That was stupid. Look, it wasn't a very good documentary. Uh, I'm just going to be honest. You know what I think the biggest revelation in the movie was? That Just Mary made over $100 million. (laughs) Uh, But I did like, there was one um, interesting thing about how she didn't really go to school. So... I forgot who it was, but a friend was, or it was a Catherine and a genie. She basically said that, you know, when you go to middle school and you go to high school, you know, you are with these kids all the time. You grow up with these kids and you find out, like, who's doing shady stuff. And, you know, you get that interaction. You kind of, like, learn who to trust and who not to trust and who's bad guys and who's good guys. And if you don't, go to school and you just are on set with everyone kissing your ass all the time you don't really know you think everybody's good and you're just you're just naive about like people that are, you can take advantage of I don't know I thought that was an interesting take on it yeah no no that's good okay, hey, can we pause for just one quick second yeah I think... we're back what happened the, our our dog got sick. He's uh, almost 17, so he has a lot of problems. And he has, like, anxiety, and he was pacing around. And, it, like, lately, he's probably got some sort of cancer in him at this point, you know? So I think his stomach gets really upset, and he walks around, and he paces, he paces, and then he'll finally just let it all out. It's usually something really hard that comes out of them. It's not fun. No. Um, and every time you think it's like the end, he does something surprising to make you think it's not the end. So, I don't know. I'm just dealing with it in the moment. Um, what were we talking about? Penny Murphy. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then the whole the whole like second half of the second episode, uh, where you start finding out that this guy had like secret lives and kids and how like just like the guy who like was training him and like he showed up in like a Lamborghini and basically like stole all these women money. And then they find out that he, like, spent all of Brittany Murphy's money and basically the mom has nothing. Yeah, and then he and the mom have a weird relationship. And, I mean, he's a fascinating guy. The whole thing should have been on this guy. Yeah. Because he is a real piece of work. Yeah, and, like, we tried to, like, explain why she would 
marry this guy, but when you look at them, you're like, how did that happen? Yeah, because she's like beautiful, and he's like this slobby, chubby, like guy, um, who doesn't seem very charismatic from what everyone was saying. No, they said that he was like charismatic, like before he started like getting into all the drugs and stuff. But well, right, right, okay. I right. said like you know like he. The one, the one guy hosted him for a dinner because he thought he was a billionaire. Said this guy like owned the room. He was just like everyone was captivated by this guy, but it was all lies. Mm. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> it's two parts: HBO, Brittany Murphy. What, it's what happened to Brittany Murphy. It doesn't really shed any exciting new light. They don't really have interviews with anybody of any importance. You know, no, that's kind of a shame. Putting to this, like, you know, these online smooths. Um, and dude, uh, again, those people are the worst. Makeup during while they're talking was just awful. It was awful. And I mean, that was, yeah, so we've talked about this. This has happened on several things where we've watched things and they start going like these ex, these people, they're so desperate, right? to like make this into a thing they're yeah. like oh my god there's no way she would have done this or this you know and you're like it's not real you know uh but you're right they're doing makeup which i guess this could be a natural segue to the what they were just like using their like paint brushes or makeup brushes all over their face while they were like explaining what <laughs> I do, it did bring me back to like one of my favorite uh, Brittany Murphy movies though that I used to watch all the time called Freeway. And now I want to watch again. I forgot she was even in it. It's with Reese Witherspoon and uh, Keeper Sutherland. That's right. It's like a modern day, uh, um, what was it? Um, a wolf. Um, What's the fairy tale of the wolf where she kills the oh, rat? Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah, Little Red Riding Hood. And um, it was a great, that was one of the best Reese Witherspoon movies for sure. Um, but anyway. What is it? Seg- you said it's Segways? Segways? Yeah, Segways to Only Murders in the Building, which is basically a show about those people. That's true. Um, so what are your thoughts on the the show? Uh, the show overall, I thought, started off very strong, and I loved it, and I feel like it really faded. I, I feel like there's too many episodes. Uh, I think you had pointed out that you didn't like that they had announced who the killer was too early, which, spoiler alert, wasn't really the real ending. But you froze. Even... Oh, uh, really? You're frozen. He just froze. We didn't hear any of that. Okay, am, I, am I okay now? It says your internet connection is unstable, whatever that means. Mine or yours? I don't know. Just maybe it's mine. I don't know. Because you're coming across fine to me. Um, so, yeah, we took. I think the last thing we got in the recording was that I pointed out that they gave up the killer too easily. Which wound up not being the killer, but 
Am I good? You're yeah. looking strange. Yeah. I can't tell that look you have on your face if I'm coming through or not. I'm trying to just double check everything. Everything seems fine. All right. Um, I don't know. I thought like the last two episodes were really funny. Like I was dying laughing with the Jane Lynch thing. Uh, how she was like mimicking, they were mimicking each other. And then uh, the last episode with the when he was like drugged. We won't ruin what happened, but when he was like, trying to get a, get a right, that was so funny. But my favorite episode of the whole season, and I'll tell you my problem with the ending, uh, was when they went to New Jersey, and they and and Steve Martin and Martin Short. Martin Short was so funny on the show. Um, were trailing them, or like were in the other car, and they were like following them in New Jersey. That was, and he's in the back seat. I thought that episode was so funny. Uh, I thought that was the best. I thought that was the best episode as well. Yeah, I don't. I didn't find Martin Short as funny as you did. I think he's good, but not. He just has uh, so many like nonverbal things that crack me up. You know, I don't know. I get it. I get it. I I am with you though that the the last episode. I love the la- I love the finale actually. And I am with you that the best was hit the physical humor, the Steve Martin physical humor stuff. Uh, I, you didn't see it coming because he played the straight guy the whole time. So it was great to see him do that kind of stuff. Yeah, like when he was in the elevator and everyone was getting on. <laughs> and then yeah. they, the one guy like just threw a card at him um, <laughs> to get help. Or when he's like, he's laying in between the doors, just keep opening and closing on him. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I was a little disappointed with the ending because I felt like the very last. Okay, when we get to the end, and the the twist comes for next season, um, they should end it right then. I thought when they once they took it a little bit further, I thought it was stupid. I don't know because they had just okay. saw. They just just solved this murder and saved the building from getting blown up. And uh, I'm trying to be like spoiler free, but um, they just did all this shit. And then all of a sudden it just reverses and no one like thinks it's odd of what happened at the very end. If that makes any sense to you all. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It's like automatically, like everything changes and everyone hates them. It's like, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. But everybody hated them right before they solved everything, too. You know what I mean? Right. But I think that they had ended the show for the first season in the apartment at the end. The way, I mean, you, you remember it started that way, like the exact opening of the show. They had ended right there. I think it would have been a more compelling ending than what happened because then, because now you go into next season, like they could have done anything. Now we're, now we're stuck in the, uh, you know, having this ending where they're, they already have, I don't know. It's hard to talk about and not spoiling it. But I did think it was very clever 
was a lot of laughs. Um, I love, uh, all, they all had, we talked about this before, they all have great chemistry and I'm glad it's coming back for another season. So, but yeah, yeah. we'll go one too many episodes. I agree. Um, do you have any? Uh, I think she's really great. I've never, I've never, I've, I have no real relationship to Selena Gomez, but I thought she was really good this whole thing. Yeah. Um, I'm curious how that came about because she's not really an actress. I mean, she's acted in a couple of things, but no, she's not really, she doesn't do a lot of acting, but she was really good. She was in like high school musical, wasn't she? No. I don't know. That was uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Um, I think she was in like some Disney thing, but. Oh, well, then it's some Disney thing. Well, isn't that kind of the same thing? Yeah, but she hasn't been like it. She was in um, the Spring Breakers. Right. Like, notable thing she was in. She was in that movie with Paul Rudd where he was like taking care of the kid who couldn't like walk. On Netflix or Amazon or Netflix, uh, that's like a road trip movie. Um, and then I can't remember any other uh, movies that she was in. Let's see. I'm like her IMDb is gigantic. That's yeah, so I'm just going to tell you right now. Well, it's because it's all like musicals. Like all no, she was. Let's see. She's she did a bunch of one episode. So first of all, she was on Barney. From 2002 to 2004, she had 13 episodes. I just want to say that. And then there's a bunch of one-episode stuff. Three episodes of Hannah Montana. Uh, let's see. Pretty Little Liars, that's a performer. Yeah, I guess you're right. It does kind of turn into like her as a perform- CSI, as a performer. Yeah, it's all Wizard. her music. Oh, she's on... She did, there you go, 100 episodes of Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was mistaken. Waverly's, Wizards of Waverly Place. You've never heard of that show? I mean, I guess. Um, Although it says performer, so I don't even, let's see. But in terms of, like, recent stuff, she does the voice for, uh, on Hotel Transylvania, but she was in the big short with that one scene and uh yeah the only movie spring breakers and uh what was the name of that freaking movie uh with paul rudd can't remember fundamentals of caring that's what it was called i've never heard of that it's actually really good um paul rudd becomes a caregiver she's an executive producer of 13 reasons why oh yeah oh that's right she was in uh neighbors too right but she's a little more than you think but i i i, 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 I think cameo in that though she wasn't really in it and it, it, her scene there was one scene that she like did in that movie that was one of the worst green screen things I've ever seen. <laughs> um, I think I, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but either way, I think she's more of a 
they green screened her into the end. And it's so right. obvious that's his green screen. It was like, I think she, look, I'm in she, Delaware. She's more of an actress than you gave her credit for, um, but less than I was thinking that she is. And more of a, more of a singer than I was giving her credit for. Either way, whatever. She's good in it. And uh Yeah, I don't know. I um I um I don't know. I like the ending. I thought that the show started off really strong and then I think it kind of faded and it was a little too long. Like it just kind of became like the first couple episodes, I was like, This is so good and then I just kind of really fell off. And I've kind of binged the last couple episodes over the last week or two because I wanted to uh catch up for the ending. That's kind of how I feel about it. Okay. Um, all right. So that's our discussion, I guess. Sure. <laughs> this is moving. Um, now what are we talking about? Wait, are you going to see Dune in the theater? Have you decided? I don't think I'm going to see it in the theater. I think I'm going to watch wow, it. You, you switched, huh? Yeah. Uh, you still are boycotting Succession for some reason, too? I'm not boycotting it. I just need to catch up. I need to watch it. So I've still it? never seen an episode of it. No. Okay. Uh, all right, so let's just go into sports. <clears throat> enjoy the uh, season premiere of Succession. Did I enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I mean, that show is, it kind of can't miss. It's like one of those things. I, I I love where they're setting everything up to go. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, there's like a great scene with, I'll just say this, you want, uh, you know, the oldest son, um, Kendall, is in the, in a car after he's just kind of screwed over his dad. And um, they're all like amped up and cousin Greg's like, this is awesome. This is like, this is like, like OJ. And he's like, the juice is loose, baby. He goes, yeah, except for the whole thing that you haven't killed anybody. He goes, haven't I, Greg? You know, it's like this whole weird fucking exchange. It's so good. It's like, just one of the most awkward. And there's like, their, their assistants just sitting in there like, what the? It's awesome. It shows the best. Um, all right. You were just saying that this week on this Sunday, Courier's enthusiasm starts. So I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, the trailer for that, I saw the trailer for that on Thursday, and um, I I've been coughing for a week. I laughed so hard that I coughed that I coughed so hard that I think that's what I've been coughing ever since. Um, when he says that he shouldn't be in traffic because traffic is for stupid people. He's too smart to be in traffic. That I've, I've had that conversation with myself many times. <laughs> I mean, it's totally not true. Obviously it's like an idiotic thing to say, it just, you know, but that's what makes it so funny. Speaking of trailers, I sang you the Batman trailer. What do you think? Yeah, it looks all right. I don't know. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be we'll so, it's going to be a lot different than the other ones. It's got some color in it. That's different. 
It has what? Color in it. <laughs> it's very dark. No, it's not as it's not as dark as I mean it really did have some colors in there for once. I tell you what, uh you know who seems awesome is uh Zoe Kravitz in that. What about Colin Farrell? He's like unrecognizable. Yeah, I I got you. Just because you wear a lot of makeup doesn't mean I love you. I don't know. I, I, he's doing a, I don't know. Doesn't, All right. Doesn't even sound like. But yeah. I, so, I, but, look, I know he looks good. It looks sounds good. You you can have uh, a movie with him and Jared Leto and Gucci. That's great. That no one can recognize anyone. Why even hire people that look like people? Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, let's go into some sports. Finish this off. NBA started last night. Did you watch both games? Uh, most of both games, yeah. Yeah, I was in and out on both. Um, Milwaukee looks pretty good. Dude, yeah, they're they better. They look better no than they did games. last year. Their rings were awesome. You can. They had a QR code in there that you could scan the ring, and then it pops up a highlight reel for the whole season. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Their ring. Do you have our, our bets are in? Do you have any regrets after watching day one? No, I do. You think the Lakers are not going to be? I mean, well, they look Ru- they look rough. Well, Russ had some. You know, he needs he needs to step. His I game. don't think the Ru- I don't think Russ is going to work there. I just don't. I think you can start. You can see it happening already. That it's not going to work there. I don't know. I don't want to over overdo it, but uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in it. And uh, you had pushed to bet on Golden State. I wish I had thought more about that because I think that team looks really good. I put a hundred bucks on the Bulls over forty-four, and that was the only bet I made on my side. All right, I made a bunch on my side. I I am so that's one bet I want to lose so bad now. The Bulls over. Just don't get why you like them. I don't like DeRozan. They have a, I don't know. I like their team. Okay. Zach Levine. Shaq and Barkley both said that they're going to have a better record than Miami. So, I don't know. Not that they know anything or anyone knows anything. Uh, sure. But uh, I felt pretty good after when they were talking about it. I like cleared out my account and all the things that I wanted to bet on this. So we'll see how it goes. Um, it won't matter because our NFL bets are looking, a lot of them are looking really good right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, whose bets weren't very good last week? Yours. Yours. Yeah. Oh, and three. Yeah. I had a tough one. I just took the lead from you for the first time in probably a year and a half. Well, I'm I'm going three and zero this week, so you better. I'm not, so I, I'm sure that we're fine. I'm sure, it'll even itself out because we're not. So right now, I'm ten seven one. You're nine seven and two. Yeah, it was a rough week. So it's only a half a game difference. A lot of big spreads this week. Yes. Uh, you know why? Because Vegas is getting killed on teases. Teases are awesome right now. Um, I, for my survivor pool, I'm picking 
not an obvious choice. And I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. Okay. Um, I feel like if you take Arizona, um, Tampa Bay, um, or um, what's the other big one? Uh, the Rams. Like, you're solid. But I am going to lead it. You don't want to be solid. No. Well, the thing is, you want to save some teams to the end. I know. That's why I agree. That's why I took Arizona, because I still don't believe in Arizona, even though they're under 6-0. Well, they're playing. They're going to be 7-0 because they're playing. Here. Yes, they are. So that's why I took uh, my survival. Who'd you take? Uh, my and this is going to be my first pick. Oh, okay. Just into our first pick, I'm taking the Patriots minus seven versus the Jets. Um, Jets had a week. Jets had a week off. Patriots just come off of uh, a tough game, game against probably the best team in the NFL. That was a great yeah. game. For that. It was awesome. That I mean, that was like. That fourth quarter in overtime was so awesome. Like the digs, like pick six, and then the next play was like the bomb where digs got destroyed, and then they went into overtime. It was great. It was a great Yeah. Um, I went out for it. Uh, it must I be. A play- I, I don't even remember the last time I felt good about my team. Yeah, well, this is the first time in a while that I – yeah, it's fun, especially because – you weren't expecting it, so it's like it's way more fun. You're, you still feel like you're playing with house money, you know. Um, but their one, their one bad hit to Dak away from being miserable again. Well, he's on the MVP, Ken. You know. Yeah, you know, he's also hurt right now. So if they didn't have a bye this week, he might not have been playing. You know, the Giants are so bad that Bill Simmons on his podcast said that when he was listing. He was listing all the people that are that they've crossed off, and he said that the Giants had two wins. And I was like, it took me a while. I was like, Giants have two wins. I've watched every game. I don't remember. And I had to like go back and like or just like double check myself. But they do not have two wins. Um, They're terrible. All the, like I they, thought about they, taking them this week. I mean, I, I think I have them in our pool. This uh, this last game. Versus the Rams. I mean, the very first quarter, they lost two receivers. I mean, I don't even know. It's like their injuries are just. <coughs> they lost a lineman and two receivers. Like, they have so many injuries. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, they had no receivers out there except for Sterling Shepard. The rest of them were like practice squad guys. It was just crazy. I don't know. What the hell? Wait, when you say you don't remember your team, like you think about the Suns last year, how good that felt, right? Because that kind of came out of nowhere. Like you thought they might be pretty good, but you didn't think they'd be that good, you know? I'm talking. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I know. Suns are playing tonight. They're going to raise the banner. Uh, (laughs) Playing uh, Denver should be a good game. Uh, Uh, What do you think about the, what do you think about them not signing Aiton? I don't like it, but I read a couple things about how, like, they if they would have – well, first of all, apparently they offered him, like, 
a three or four year deal max. And his agent said it's five years or nothing. And they didn't even have a negotiation. They like, wouldn't, he wouldn't even like talk unless they had the five, five year extension. But there was like a clause that if you sign too many max guys, you can't have like enough. There's something that kind of screws up your ability to sign anybody. So they had to leave kind of like that slot open for a minute if he wasn't going to take like the four-year deal or the three-year deal for some reason. I don't know. I don't have the exact – there's a reason why they didn't. But okay. I, don't like, I don't like that they signed every single person. And everyone, now he's pissed off. Uh, they gave like, Bridges the max and uh, not Aiden, which is which stuff. But I'm, I'm I sure. think the reason is that Sarver's cheap, but – I think he's waiting. Yeah, he's going to wait for next season when he's a restricted free agent. And he can match any offer. And then, yeah, someone offers him a three-year deal, and then he can just match it and then not have to. He can, but, he, he, you know, he doesn't have to come back if he doesn't want to. Right. I don't think he's going anywhere. We'll see. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Last, I, know, I know we're – Huh? Patriots are my first pick. What's your first pick? I can't believe you're taking the Patriots. I thought you were. Uh, it's. I like. I like this change of pace. My yeah. first pick is. Uh, I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half at Miami. Um, the Falcons are somehow like three and three. I think. Yeah. Four and three or three and three something. Everybody's expecting Matt Ryan uh, because I'm in fantasy. Everyone's act saying Matt Ryan's going to have this huge game, but we'll see. Yeah, I wouldn't put all. You know, I don't think Miami's defense is like that, but like it's not. I don't remember the last time Matt Ryan. The problem with Miami isn't their defense; it's their quarterback play. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Now they got rumors that Deshaun Watson might be going there. That could kind of cause all kinds of things. I'll, I'll take that kind of um, uncertainty and and uh, bet against it any day. So uh, Falcons minus two and a half. What's your what's your next pick? My next pick is Denver Broncos plus one. And the only reason the Denver Broncos are terrible. The only reason I'm taking this is because yo. Yeah, is that they're 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 Baker's not playing, both their running backs aren't playing, Beckham's not playing, and it's Case Keenum and a bunch of and Landry's not playing. So like, I don't know how they're going to win this game. But we'll yeah, it's a lot of guys. It's a lot of big players. It's like your I whole realize that Landry. I mean, I don't know why that makes the difference, but that's a that is a big deal, and it yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not touching it, but I I can agree with that for sure. I don't know um, what you're explaining, but still, it's like uh, if Denver can't win this game, they have some. So you're on. Your quarterback's out. Your one and two running backs. Your one and two receivers are all out. Your five best players on offense are all out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders with my second pick uh, because I just said how I will bet against the team in turmoil. 
Um, but I kind of liked what I think they looked good. I think they all hated Gruden. So yeah, uh, I can't. You know, it's coming out that a lot little trickling out that uh, he wasn't really that loved, that loved right over there. So. You know, it's one game, one sample size. I still don't believe in the Eagles. I still don't like um, their quarterback at all. Um, Hurts, I don't I don't have any faith in him. So I'm going to uh, drop the three points, take the Raiders at home. What's your number three? I like Saints minus four in Seattle. Seattle, that game was horrible on my Sunday night. Or Monday night or Sunday night, whatever that game was, that was just it was Sunday night, right? Yeah, the Gino. That game was so brutal. Um, and Seattle's defense is just horrible. And I think like they're just gonna run the shit out of the ball and just destroy this team. And Saints defense is actually pretty good. So Geno Smith is going to have a little bit of harder time than he did on a Sunday night. Um, so yeah, I like that. Cool. I'm going to take the 49ers minus four home against the Colts. Okay. Um, the 49ers had a bye. I feel like they were a little banged up. They were like a really one of the top seven or eight teams in the NFL. They got banged up. They got a week off to kind of heal, and now let's see if they come back out as that or not. Yeah. Um, I don't have any faith in the Colts. I like it. Uh, last thing about sports, where where do you stand on um, Ben Simmons? I don't, mess. Think, I don't think he's going to play for the Sixers. <laughs> Would you rather have Ben Simmons or Kyrie right now? Um, I would say Ben Simmons only because he's actually going to play somewhere. Okay. He's yeah, gonna... you can probably still trade Ben Simmons. Kyrie would be a tough guy to trade right now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what are they? Do? What are the Sixers going to do with uh, Simmons? I don't know. I don't. You can't get more than like twenty cents on the dollar for him right now. So like. Why? Why would you trade? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wouldn't give him up to some. I don't know. I don't know. What a what a douche though, because the guy sends all like it's bad mouth, and then realizes if he doesn't show up, he's not gonna make any money. So he shows up, and then gets kicked out, so he can still collect some paychecks. Kind of BS. Cool. So we'll see. Okay, so uh, next week we're going to talk some uh, curb. We're going to talk some museums. What else? Yeah, we'll figure it out. Tomorrow. I think next week is going to be uh, – we're going to have some good stuff to talk about. I cannot wait. We're going to be cultured. We are. All right.